and welcome to Literary Merit, the show where we tell you what media has value. Spoiler alert! It's all of it! Also, spoiler alert, we'll be talking about spoilers as usual, so here's your warning. I'm Ashley. I'm Alex. Let's talk about some stuff that we learned, Alex. What's the stuff? Oh, well, I guess first let's do the Huga thing. <laughs> I'm like, we're skipping. I'm the, you're the one with the script here. I am. And you're I on am. off script. Well, and no, I'm not off script because on the script, the next thing is Five Minute Masters. Oh. But but first we're going to get Huga because yes. I fucking need it. <laughs> <laughs> I need this hoogie right now. Today's weather was so weird. Very gross. Gr- gross. While we were out, it was like hailing. Mm-hmm. Big hail. I mean, big for here. Not yeah. big for other places. Yeah. But like a little like BB-sized hail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually we get like the... the uh, wintry mix. Sprinkles. Yeah. Hail. Little sprinkles and like... There was some wintry mix, but then there was just some straight up hail. I was like, damn. What's going on? Anyway, I'm tired. <laughs> Um, we've got our tea. Mm-hmm. You're you're taking a walk on the wild side with your tea. Because <laughs> I've never had. It's your very pedestrian English adventure. breakfast with sugar. Very very pedestrian exciting adventure. I must have had it at one point. Well, no, I don't think I have because I don't. I didn't used to like tea. Yeah, especially not black tea. Yeah. Like if you're not a tea drinker, you don't just go for English breakfast. This is my second cup of tea today. I had a Dutch Brothers. I'm proud of tropical you. black tea this morning. Yummy. Sounds really good. Mm-hmm. It's green, so it looks like it's healthy. <laughs> so they get you. But really, it has lots of dye in it. Mmm. <laughs> I've got my nice vanilla peppermint, and it's good, and it's soothing, and it's nice. And and we're, we we borrowed a candle from my husband today. It's one of his IKEA candles. <laughs> it smells like raspberry, and raspberry. it's very nice. It's sweet and lovely, mm-hmm. but not too cloying. It's a good candle, guys. Very cheap at Ikea. Very cheap at Ikea. I don't know why I'm shilling for Ikea. I just like it. <laughs> just like it. I just like it. We've got our cozy blankets and we're ready to do this thing. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your five minute masters, my friend? So it's sort of in line with what we're discussing today. Mm. So I found 25 fun facts about video games you likely didn't know. Fun. The nit- oh no, we're skipping I, I'm, a, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge that. We're gonna see if I knew these things. <laughs> we're gonna see. Um, that the the names of the the uh of uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bowser's children. What about them? The music. I mean, obviously, some of them are you know Ludwig. Ludwig. But there's Iggy. Uh huh. Iggy Pop. Lemmy. I don't know who that one is. I don't it doesn't either. say who it is. <laughs> They're just expecting you to oh put it together. <laughs> yeah. Um but you may not know is Super Mario World's fire breathing triceratops is named Reznor. Like Trent? Master Trent Reznor. That's so funny. He also created the soundtrack for Quake. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That's so funny though. I didn't know that that triceratops was. Well, named that's Reznor. one out of twenty-five you didn't know. You're right. You got We're not me. doing them all. No. Just, just pick out the good ones. <laughs> um in Scribble Knots. Mm-hmm. There was a glitch where if you put bacon on a lion, it would even eat itself. That's so funny. I know. I love scribble knots. I love scribble knots. That one's going to come up today. Oh, yay. Good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I read any further. <laughs> this is an exciting <laughs> adventure today. Oh, oh. Prince of Persia was originally conceived, uh, or sorry, Assassin's Creed was originally conceived of as a Prince of Persia game. I did know that one. And then it had a female protagonist who was trying to save the prince's life. That's fun. Yeah. But then Ubisoft was like, uh, there's not enough prince in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but that's good, though. Yeah. No, I love Assassin's Creed. I'm in the midst of an Assassin's Creed 
right now. Mm-hmm. I love it. Any other good facts? Uh, Barack Obama campaigned in 18 video games. What? During its 2018 presidential election, Barack Obama purchased ad space in 18 games that ran in 10 states. The vote for change billboards were in Burnout Paradise, Skate, Madden, and more that targeted the demographic ages of 18 to 34. Guess it worked. <laughs> it did. He did get the youth vote. Uh, that's as far as I read. <laughs> Nothing else good there? I mean, there's probably, but I did go read far ahead enough to... That's okay. Let's just fly blind. Let's just... Oh, okay. Just do it. Give me more. Uh, I want to know more this facts. Is dumb. Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter were in Halo Four. Yeah, I know. Boring. It's boring. It sucks. Well. <laughs> All right. We'll do. We'll do a fast one today. I'm fine with that. Mine's pretty fast too. Because uh, I learned about this fun elk. <laughs> so a. Uh, and some fishermen in Ireland discovered a massive 10,000-year-old Irish elk skull. Uh, now, they pulled, it, they pulled it out of a lake. <laughs> As you do. As you do. Yeah, here. Here he is. Raymond McElroy. Uh, no relation. Uh, <laughs> pictured with the antlers and skull. And it's pretty huge. So, actually, though, the skull's not that big. The antlers, however, are enormous. Yes, well, and... It looks like the spirit of the forest. It does. Just huge, huge antlers. And so it's actually... It's a a misnomer. It's not really an elk. It was a deer. Uh, That this skull, uh, this particular one, dates back more than um, 10,500 years. It's an Mm -hmm. ancient, ancient animal. uh, Went extinct very very long time ago but yeah they were fishing uh about a half mile from shore in a local lake and um the waters there are no more than about 20 feet deep and they just pulled it up and they were like this guy i thought it was the devil himself (laughs) coil told the irish times i was going to throw it back in i didn't know what to do with it irish are the best they're like what the bloody hell is this devil himself yeah so scary. I like, mean, I mean, the picture—it's all black. Thing. Yeah, because it's an ancient skull from. And it's a, probably been in in sediment. For yeah, so yeah. So, um, yes, this species is known as the Irish elk, but both counts are kind of uh, inaccurate because it's not an elk, and it w- lived in more places than Ireland. <laughs> but um, the skull and antlers measure about six feet across. Mm-hmm. Um, these things, uh, so they've been extinct for more than 10,000 years now, but they apparently averaged, like, at the shoulder, they could get up to, like, seven feet tall at the shoulder. These things were... It's like a moose. Huge. It's like a moose, but it's a big, big deer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably really beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's th- why they're all dead. <laughs> Well, because yeah. we probably killed them all. Now, yeah, there are some sort of... There are 10,000. That yeah, sounds there are about varying, human time. Varying theories about how they went extinct. Human hunters may have had something to do with it. Also, changing um, environments uh, because they lived in sort of grasslands. 
but as the region became more forested, it became harder for them with their big antlers to fit. And so there may be various reasons why they went extinct. So one was like, I'm going to go live in this fucking lake. (laughs) Oops. But it's, yeah, it's just a really um, beautifully intact (laughs) skull. The devil himself. The devil himself. It's really scary looking. It's very cool. I would have it. It's very Hannibal. Yeah, I would have it on my wall. (laughs) It would take up that whole wall. It would take up our whole wall. It would be great. I would love it. It would look great with the sconces, though. It would Um, light up each of the antlers. Yeah, and apparently there was a jawbone, a lower jawbone found near that area um, at another time that might um, be its jaw it's not clear but maybe they might have found a lower jawbone at a different time uh yeah but that's you know it's just a fun big it's a fun big animal it's the biggest one there ever was i think that's our favorite genre of facts is fun big animals fun big animals especially ones that are from the past <laughs> of of we'll have to do the future ones next. future animals. oh i do have future with speculative oh my oh, gosh speculative, speculative zoology Love it. Love it. We'll get into that. Yeah. But yeah, we like big old animals that may or may not have existed. <laughs> Sometimes they didn't exist and we love them even more. <laughs> okay, well, as I said, Alex, I'm tired. Yeah. Shit's been hard. Yeah. We've had some weird times it's lately. It's been weird. It's been weird times. And so we just need to have a cozy chat about a cozy thing. Mm-hmm. That we've probably already talked about, I feel like. Bits and pieces here and this there. This is our third year. Yeah, we're com- yeah something like that. I don't know because well, the Facebook post was three years ago, but we didn't start right away, right? Yeah, I know we started recording in like summertime, yeah. so I think we're coming up on the third anniversary. Jeez Louise, I know, crazy. <laughs> so and we're making so much money. Ooh, very successful. <laughs> uh, no, we love doing it, and that's why we do it. But. Uh, yeah, so it's been weird times, um, we don't need to get into it, but, you know, we missed a week because of weird times, and so we just want to talk about something nice and cozy, and we're going to talk about cozy video games. Can I break up the plan for a second and share a poem I wrote this week? Yes, let's do that. (laughs) It's only five lines, and it's so stupid, and I love it. I'm so excited. It's called Ode to the Icy. Okay. Heir to the Dairy Queen, royal blue raspberry blood, neon nectar, frozen river, brain freeze guillotine, revolution rolled in snow. I love it. Icy was originally invented by a guy who was doing a, he he was a franchisee of Dairy Queen. He put soda pop in the freezer and it sold like hotcakes. (laughs) That sounds like a five-minute master's to me. I mean, there we go. I redeemed myself. <laughs> Gave us a little extra cherry on top. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, to the icy. A little frozen to deli- uh, the deli- treat. The treat. <laughs> anyway, now I've got my actual doc up. All right. So, well, and, you know, also I wanted to talk about cozy video games because um, Animal Crossing is coming out. Very soon. I probably won't buy it, but I'll probably watch you play it a lot. Yeah, probably. And my coworker's like literally obsessed with it and is like planning how she's going to play it in her little Animal Crossing notebook. Now that's interesting. (laughs) Planning out how you're going to play Animal Crossing. 
I mean, I'm not gonna like if that's what if that's how she this likes is to do it. Good with a lot of sugar in it. I don't know. Uh, if that's how she likes to do it, okay. But <laughs> to me, it's all the, the sort of spontaneity. Yeah, it's it, well, yeah, and that's kind of you know what I, I let's let's start let's start with Animal Crossing. Okay. Let's start there because I, I have never played it. Okay, I've seen it played. I I feel like it is sort of the quintessential cozy video game. Mm-hmm. Because there is no deadlines, there's no objectives. You play like, it for years on end. You can play it forever. You can do whatever you want. Like you know, you can try as hard as you want to to you know upgrade your house and get all the stuff. But there's no incentive to do anything other than because you want to. Mm-hmm. Nobody's making you do a thing. You never have to pay off Tom Nook if you don't want to. Do you think that Animal Crossing is going to have coronavirus in it? No. <laughs> no, I think because of the traveling. The traveling, the... yeah. No, it'll be a nice escape from that. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. Sorry. Tea yeah. sip to change the subject. Change the subject. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's sort of... So yeah, I've been playing since the first one. Mm-hmm. I... Loved it. I played the crap out of it, you know, on my little GameCube. Well, Dylan's GameCube, covered in Spider-Man stickers. (laughs) And the fun thing about it um, was that, you know, you could have several people have different files, but Mm -hmm. they all lived in the same town. Mm -hmm. Um, So you couldn't play simultaneously, but, like, you'd all be living in the town together and affecting the town together. What little affecting you could do in that first game you know planting flowers and trees and filling out the uh museum stuff like that uh having your having your villagers around um but you know as the entries have gone on they've gotten a little more sophisticated and this new one seems like like your literal whole 12 person family can live on the island i'm so well and you can you know visit your friends islands Mm -hmm. and i'm very excited and you can have best friends yes and I'm going to play it with Dylan every day. It's going to be great. Uh, but, yeah. And it, so it seems like there's more sort of game to it now. Yeah. With, like, real objectives and, mm-hmm. and rewards and things. And rescuing stranded, like, people uh-huh. that wash up on the shore. But I expect they will maintain this, like, low pressure. Mm-hmm. Only do anything because you want to. No one's making you do it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And that's very... Very relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are what are some of your relaxing games from childhood? So my relaxing games are, I feel like, a little bit different than most people's relaxing games. Because I get quite bored quickly. Mm. So mine are generally, like, mindless, like, disastrous <laughs> games. Hmm. So, like, one example that I didn't actually write down that it just came to my mind was Prototype. Mm-hmm. Where you could just literally fuck shit up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that is a great example. Just rampage where you can just around. Like, okay, I've got a giant blade arm. Let me just mow through this crowd of civilians. Whee! Um, and then, so, so other ones that are sort of along those lines, we have Destroy All Humans. Oh, Destroy All Humans. Very fun. Takes me back. Ratchet and Clank also has a bit of that, even though it's less, like, real-worldy. Like, you still have just, like, tons of weapons. You're just, like, shooting... All over the place. Um, I think those are the big ones that are sort of of that sort of mm-hmm. blow stuff up genre. 
Um, I'm do, really interested. Do you have any blow stuff uppy ones. Blow stuff uppy ones. Uh, you know, for me, I, I don't know. I feel like I, you know, I guess rampage. Yeah, that's Rampage, the classic one. Classic right? one mm-hmm. for like just wrecking things. Yeah, I'm gonna wreck it. Yeah, and it's fun, uh, mindless. But you know the the kinds of um, relaxing games that I find I've been more drawn to are the sort of the more meditative, calm, mm-hmm. and quiet games. Yeah, I um, can't get into those as much because again, my attention span. Yeah, uh, there's um, the wonderful group that game company. Mm-hmm. Um, who are best known for Journey? Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think is definitely and yeah. Well, yeah, I was gonna bring up Flower as well, um, but Journey uh, is a great one, I think, because you know it is interesting and there is stuff happening, mm-hmm. but you're not doing combat. Yeah, you're not. You know, there it's there are some slightly higher pressure situations in the game where you have to like sneak around some danger but you're never fighting you know there's not combat and Mm -hmm. it it is mostly just sort of a a, a, discovery yeah Mm -hmm. discovery is a good way to put it and it's just a beautiful story just beautiful story and it is it's very um fulfilling Mm -hmm. to play um whereas like flower it's not it's just sort of like visual yeah it's just an experience it doesn't have a story in the mm-hmm. way the journey does but it is another one that's just kind of soothing and nice um let's see what else did i have on here oh, i don't need to look about the elk skull anymore i'm done <laughs> with that i have a lot of games that were on the original xbox on my list oh really Mm-hmm. even though i didn't get an xbox until like way late in the like that generation of consoles mm-hmm. um so i got an xbox just to play fable mm. because my friend was telling me about fable and i'm like i have to own this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so fable's top on my list because and i think it's similar to the like destroy just like blowing stuff up thing where it's like just do what you want mm-hmm. like you can murder all these villagers or you can be the like it's just sort of the freedom mm-hmm. and also like oh i'm having a sort of a boring day what i'm gonna do oh i'm gonna go do some crazy shit in fable and then not save it (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting um another one sort of in the line of something like flower is proteus um Mm -hmm. i had kind of forgotten about this one um but it's just an exploration game with like sort of low res graphics but the whole sort of conceit of it is that you like wander around and it's procedurally generated um and like as you interact with the world the music changes Mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of fun and interesting to see the world like open up and you you know walk through the flowers and it makes the flowers noise and it's it's just really lovely um yeah this one came out in 2013 so it's been a bit um but it's just like a fun and and calming experience mm-hmm. i like that one a lot i don't know if i have a calm game on my list <laughs> i feel like we had a, had different ideas about what this topic means one of them on my list and you'll, you you've seen evidence is i got i put burnout 3 takedown so i just recently bought the, uh-huh. the ps4 version of burnout paradise uh-huh but burnout 3 takedown was on the original xbox 
And it was literally just crash into people mm-hmm. or go off this ramp and see how much dollars and damage you can do. Mm-hmm. That was great. You know, I am interested in sort of this this different experience that you and I have <laughs> right now. Uh, well, because it's like when I think of like a cozy, comfy game, mm-hmm. I think of something that's just like everything is very nice and I don't have to worry about anything where it seems like for you it's sort of a a, 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 a power trip a free space a consequence free space yeah. to just like go crazy yeah and so it's cathartic mm-hmm. in that way whereas for me it's like or you know I can play another great one is the harvest moon series mm-hmm. where it's just like you know I'm 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 striving for something but there are no dire consequences yeah. here. You know, everything is nice and and calm and quaint and comfortable. Uh, and that's what I've been drawn to. I think I've found the, the one game that is the median bef- between our two experiences. Yeah. The Sims. Uh, yeah, I considered bringing up the <laughs> because Sims. Because the Sims is... It's all You can things. play it calm and yeah. you can make things go really well. But you can also make things go really badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say... I didn't always do that, but sometimes. The Sims has sort of a, an inherent element of stress to it, just because, like... You have to keep people alive. Well, and not just that, because that's not hard to do. But there are... There's always the possibility of a random disaster. Mm. You know? Like, you could get burgled. You know, a, a fire could start. Uh, You know, just like... And then there's the even less likely stuff of like alien abductions and mm-hmm. whatever and so it's like you know you're not you're not gonna burn down your house in harvest moon that doesn't happen in that mm-hmm. game whereas in the sims like something bad could just happen to yeah. you mm-hmm. harvest moon as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do everything's gonna be fine mm-hmm. um but again there is that sort of catharsis that's that you know that that, that release that you can get from The Sims of just, like, fucking around and being like, crazy. Oops, I deleted the pool ladder. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I never, that never appealed to me. It's really only good for, like, again, just, like, a fleeting, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's never, like, the whole aim of the game. It's like, oh, I'm having a w- weird afternoon or I'm bored for a moment. Let's just see how this goes. And then you don't save it. Yeah, I just, I always would feel, like, sad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would feel sad about making... Which is why you don't save it. Sure. But it just didn't appeal to me to do it all. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's not, I'm not trying to, like, argue yeah. against it or, or say anything is wrong with it. But for me, it just never mm-hmm. was something that I wanted to do at all. I, I think I only really did it in the, the first one. Mm-hmm. Because it was easier to do. And you were like ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where it's like, what's like, what, what would happen? What would happen? <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I well, yeah. And I just, I, I've never had that like inclination towards disaster. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really wanted to. Should we? Should I read another disaster from my list? Yeah, I'm curious about your disaster. Crazy taxi. Crazy taxi. And well, and that's the thing. It's not Although that, I, that one can have some stress with the, like the timing, but like, and I don't mean to imply that I didn't like playing games right. that were higher energy, that did mm-hmm. you know, that were violent or whatever, because I absolutely did. Mm-hmm. But they're not my idea of 
calming you know (laughs) (laughs) well you've seen me after work this week where i'm just coming home to kill demons Uh, yeah yeah and i'm just like so happy so happy to play devil may cry and that's great and Mm -hmm. i get that sort of the 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 way that it like blows off steam Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely understand that experience i understand less the sim murdering impulse but it's fine it's fine i also put this was something my friend and i when i was a lot younger used to do a lot there were a couple glitches in the original halo Mm. where like you could play the level with all the enemies frozen Hmm. so there's like no consequences and you can just like see what happens if you like throw grenades on this warthog and it flips into this enemy that's frozen okay that's interesting Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely know that we used to fuck around in like multiplayer oh multiplayer was the shit just like how many plasma grenades can we throw on this warthog and see how far it goes now i'm remembering when my brother and i we okay we used (laughs) it was this very interesting period when we had aged out of playing with like dolls and action figures Mm -hmm. like we used to play with those all the time together make up stories play with our little guys we were past that but we weren't really past the collaborative storytelling aspect Uh of uh that so we would just do that in super smash brothers (laughs) (laughs) i know it's weird to think but we played it like dolls sometimes Mm -hmm. i don't really know why like where this I think th- everybody did weird things with Super Smash yeah, Bros. I don't know we would, what, where this We would always from. pause it to see like what random contortions are very players. fun. Yeah. Yeah, very, very fun. Uh but yeah, like then there yeah, there is that idea, um, sort of springboarding off of like doing weird things with your Sims, like playing a game in a way that it, it was wasn't intended. intended. Yeah, making a game out of a game. Yeah, we would do similar things with like um soul caliber and stuff where we would oh, like yeah. make up our own stories and like mm-hmm. have these characters fight each other because mm-hmm. of the stories that we came and up then with. guess what they added personalized characters eventually right so right they know they do know uh yeah can you think of any other games that were sort of conducive to that kind of thing where you would just like play it a different <sighs> way we'd, we'd do the same thing with the Mega Man legends games <laughs> just run around and do whatever um I'm trying to think. I know that there was this one mech game that my friend and I would play. I do not remember the name of it. It was on Xbox, the original Xbox. Um, and we would just spend hours just like different scenarios in like the 1v1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to... We would do that simultaneously while like making our own bionicles <laughs> that's great yeah that's great mm-hmm. yeah uh did you ever play black and white on the pc no. that was a fun one that we were into as kids um basically it's like a god sim um where you are oh, yeah. a mm-hmm. deity and then you've got your little village of people and you have to like help them do stuff and yeah, it was always interesting because there are, you know, bad things can happen, but it does feel a little bit like, oopsie, you know, something bad goes wrong. <laughs> oh, no, no, oops. What other god games did I play? Because I do love a god sim. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't really think of. I guess the, the like, the most successful game game 
that mm-hmm. they've ever done would be Warcraft 3. Warcraft. And that's not really a god sim. That's No, just... but like I'm just thinking of like the game that people made other games out of, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the, the whole level creator yeah. where like <sighs> they've created multiple genres from uh-huh. the games that were made. Yeah. Man, that just takes me back to another thing that I would do with a video game that wasn't really... I would just like play with the Warcraft 3 level maker never intending to use it as a level like I would just like build environments like Mm -hmm. I would just like build towns and what I did oh my gosh um Age of Empires Uh on their level builder I would reenact the battles from Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. in Age of Empires (laughs) that's so good (laughs) so like Helm's Deep and like Oh uh-huh. my gosh, it was so fun. My number one, like, strategy type game was always Zeus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a, that's a city sim, but it's set in ancient Greece, and I just love it. I love it because, again, it's one of those where it's like, stuff can go wrong, but it never really seemed to matter too much to me. Yeah. It wouldn't set you back too far. Well, it is just like, I just didn't care. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, like, stressful uh it's it's lovely it's really it's actually a very relaxing game to play Mm -hmm. uh it's it's a lot of fun i feel like i feel like video games are a really effective way of handle of like coping Mm -hmm. with stress because it immerses you in a way that's really unique and also gives you an element of control control and immersion either complete or partial yeah where, yeah, with, like, Animal Crossing. It's just, like, you get to do whatever you want to do and nothing bad will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how great is that? <laughs> how great is that? It's awesome. Um, have you played anything that's more like, um, I don't know, they're, they're somewhat derogatorily called, like, walking simulators, where it's more of, like, a storytelling experience that you just sort of move through? Like Dear Esther, I've tried a couple, but it's again my attention span mm-hmm. doesn't usually let me stay the course. Mm-hmm. Um, like Two Brothers, I think is one that was more recent. <laughs> Sorry, that just makes me think of Two the Rick, Brothers. This is like the Rick and Morty thing. Yeah, um, it's, just called, I mean, it's brothers. just called Two Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> it's just called um, Two Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but I also tried Dear Esther. Um, the one I did successfully do was that that really really popular one i'm blanking on the title of where you go home and nobody's home and gone home gone home <laughs> yes yeah that's a good one that's yeah. a really mm-hmm. good one but um, that one's kind of stressful it well yeah it's a little spooky and mm-hmm. then in the end it's like oh everything is good and fine and happy yeah, but it's, it's got spooky. a happy ending but it's a little spooky yeah. it's a little yeah and like dear esther is an interesting one because it's like it's kind of bleak mm-hmm. it's like Nothing's going to happen. You know, you just move through and you learn and you find out this story. But it's, like, really sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know if it's relaxing. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's, like, it's not, like, you have to worry about something. But it is kind of a bummer. I just imagined how Nintendo can make their first Waluigi game. Hmm. It's just Waluigi walking through some place, discovering his past. <laughs> There's no actual conflict or anything. Yeah. He just reads notes. That's what we want, Nintendo. <laughs> 
Waluigi <laughs> gone home. Waluigi gone home. Walking simulator. Let's do it. Let's do it. The, the deep and metaphoric backstory of Waluigi. Where he came from. Where very, he's going. Very esoteric. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then, you know, there's just sort of the... Games and I think you you know you brought it up a little bit with stuff like Ratchet and Clank where it's mm-hmm. like it's a fighting game but it's it's like it's low enough stakes low like, stakes mm-hmm. easy to play so it's just sort of like you just hold the button down and jump mm-hmm. yeah it's fun um, and then there's a genre of like um, uh, you know sort of like job simulator type games like mm-hmm. i love the style savvy series mm-hmm. these it's like if you're if you know you know these games are actually very good they're actually very very good i didn't expect it at all i was like at best buy years ago and there was a demo and i was like oh that's kind of cute it's like a dress up game and i started playing it and i was like well, I want it. <laughs> and I and it was on sale for like $15. So I figured it was just like, just sort of like a shovelware type game. But I was like, it's 15 bucks. It seems fun. I'll get it. it. Turns out there's like this whole community around the Style Savvy series. And they're like really well regarded hmm. in certain circles. And they're very fun. Like the premise is just like you run a boutique. And so you have to like buy garments. And then like people come in and ask you to pick out outfits for them. And you have to do it correctly based on their tastes and mm-hmm. then they'll buy it and you just do that mm-hmm. and it's it's just fun and and like not a big deal you know <laughs> it's another one of, a little bit along the lines of like a harvest moon where it's just like you're just doing a job mm-hmm. you ever play any jobby games like that i didn't play too many my sister really liked uh what was it it was like not Cooking Mama, but something similar. Hmm. Um, There's like a lot. Restaurant Empire or something like that. A lot of Restaurant cooking. Restaurant Empire, I think it was. A lot of cooking games. I did love the Empire games, though. Yeah. Zoo Tycoon. Zoo Tycoon. Tycoon. Oh, my gosh. So many hours. <laughs> so many hours in that one. I didn't really play Roller Coaster Tycoon. That's but... where I got into it was Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mm-hmm. Roller Coaster Tycoon is like, it's, it's very Sims where it's like you can get really intense and like make it really cool or you can just kill people. Like, <laughs> and I just couldn't, man. I just couldn't do it. Well, once it happens on accident, then you get a taste for it. <laughs> <laughs> you get the taste for blood. Yeah, yeah, I was actually just talking to someone the other day about those and like she was like, do you, did you ever like drop people into the lion cage? And I'm like, absolutely not. Oh, absolutely. Never. Never. Oh. You didn't feed penguins to the polar bears? No. <laughs> was the main point in the game <laughs> because penguins and polar bears can never meet in real life so you have to see what happens <laughs> they eat them yeah and but all that happens is they get into a little cartoon fight with cl- a cloud of dirt and like little like ouchie symbols and then it's then the penguin's gone so sad that's so sad no <laughs> that game, game is very good now though. i will say i did play the like jurassic park add-on the expansion that makes it like a dinosaur park and dinosaurs are hard and sometimes they would get out i didn't (laughs) want them to but i didn't see that happen you didn't fill the park with animals not in cages and then see what they did to the people no though i think when i was like really little and not very good at it i 
was very bad at the maintenance for the cages and sometimes like lions would escape and I'd be like, oh no! <laughs> so I did see the lions. The hard part for me was always people. figuring out what the type of fence they ha- you had to use for each animal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, what kind does this animal yeah. need? Turns out you can't use a chain link fence with a lion. <laughs> no, because it'll get rusty and it'll break. They will get out. <laughs> they will get out of that. You can't do that. Chain link fences for like meerkats only. <laughs> and then there's the plexiglass and the for the, the What am I made of money? <laughs> Iron bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, now I just want to play these nice gentle games. Well there's a newer sort of I, I I'm watching wow, I'm just realizing my childhood gaming habits are really showing themselves in the people that I subscribe to on YouTube. Mm. Um, uh, There's this guy, he, it's called Let's Game It Out is his YouTube channel. And he just, he basically gets codes from developers and then breaks their games for them. Hmm. That's very fun. Yeah. And there's a new zoo sort of simulator game. Tell me about it. I don't remember the name of what it's called, but we'll find it. We will find it. It's gorgeous, and you can literally make anything in it. There's, like, you can build, like, you have such small pieces that you can build with. Uh-huh. That you can either just sort of do, like, okay, here's a fence, here's a enclosure, here's a bathroom, da 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 Or you can be, like, let me build a sign from these triangles. Wow. And he, what he does is he... Makes it very bad. (laughs) (laughs) So he'll like make a jail for animals. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Or like zebra prison. Or like build an actual city and then have each like building have a different exhibit in it. (laughs) That's an odd. Now I want to know this game. Because I want to play it. It's something zoo, mm-hmm. something, zoo tycoon, I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's very good. And the giraffes look very funny. Mm-hmm. Because they look really real, but. But they're silly animals. <laughs> and there's ragdoll physics. You know what's a what's a, a, a newer phenomenon when it comes to relaxing games is like mobile type stuff. Mm-hmm. And don't come at me telling me mobile games aren't video games. They're video games. Uh, but like, um, I Will's actually been playing one of those like um, word scramble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember which one it is that he's playing. Yeah, I played like Wordscapes. It's very much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's Block Doku. Yep, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, but the one that I've gotten into, and this is not a plug because. Nobody gives us money. Uh, <laughs> but I did, I have heard like some podcasters plugging it is Best Fiends. Yep. Mm-hmm. That Very one's popular fun. YouTuber one too. It's fun. It's, you know, I just, I just get sucked into it for way too long. It's I actually just started this a new problem. One. It's really good. It's called Knighthood. Mm. And it's by King, who does, I think they do, um, uh, the Candy Crush. Oh, okay. So they know what they're doing. I think. But it's like, you play this, like, stylized knight, and you go around fighting, like, uh, goblins and 
strange animals and you upgrade your stuff and it's mm-hmm. like so far it's really fun that's good um you know one what, what genre we didn't touch on yet is like point and click adventures because mm-hmm. those can be very cozy. I'm just childhood. Mm-hmm. Flooding fish. back. Freddy Fish. Putt putt. Putt putt. Did you play Putt Putt's balloon one where he, like, you are the car and you're um, knocking the dog into the balloons? Didn't do that one. Oh my god. You, it, okay. It's the best game ever made. <laughs> so you know, it, the, it's that, that game where it's like, you're the little bar and you're knocking the ball into yeah, the yeah, bricks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that, out. but it's putt-putt and balloons. And a dog? Yeah. That's wild. Yes. Yeah, I had putt-putt goes to the zoo. Putt-putt goes to the zoo was And putt-putt goes to the moon. Mm-hmm, I had that those as well. I ha- And then Freddy Fish. I had Freddy all the Freddy Fish, Fishes. Pajama Sam. I didn't have Pajama Sam, but my neighbor had Pajama Sam. <laughs> and I would go over and watch them play Pajama Sam. Uh-huh. Pajama Sam was very good. And then, you know, there's the, there's the slightly more... Um, challenging shall we say mm-hmm. geared towards older people uh like um oh shoot what I, what's it called the monkey island i can't think of what it's called right mm-hmm. y'all know what i'm talking about uh one that i really enjoyed that was just like a browser-based one was called daymare town mm-hmm. it's just like really kind of spooky and surreal but like extremely low stakes like it's more just like a trying to move through this weird mysterious dreamscape um not really any conflict just sort of trying to progress like oh i have to find the key to go through this gate but everything is really weird and slightly nightmarish can i show you a game that i cannot believe is real that i played a lot as a kid and i still can't believe it's real i would love to know okay i'm gonna show you the poster Uh uh-huh Mortimer and the Riddles of the Medallion. It seems to be an airplane snail with two children riding in the cockpit that is his shell. <laughs> yeah, that's something. And you like collect animals? Oh boy, so you're riding in him. Yeah. Because you can see the back of his head there on uh-huh. the screen. Um and so you play as the children, not as the snail? Yes. <laughs> And that's like their uncle who looks like a duck. Like a duck leprechaun. <laughs> and I think you're like, I don't remember exactly what you did, but it was like weird as, look at that fucking thing. That's really upsetting to see with my eyeballs. It's very <laughs> 90s. It's very, very 90s. That's not great. Oh, and look at these kids. They're so. They're so 90s. They're so 90s. And like, you got to pick which one you wanted to be. Oh, you get to be Sally or Sid, and you pick your difficulty based on the snail's uh, level of sort of skeptical <laughs> expression about it. You're with the hard one. He's like, I don't know. This is hard. Oh, and there was like this rock face. Oh, it- wow. I'm like, this is all coming back to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think about this game a lot, though. And I think that that's a lot to do with coziness, um, is like the sort of nostalgia. You know, when you're a kid, you play it and it's just like fun. And then when you grow up, you go back to those games and it's very cozy because yeah. it reminds you of a time when you felt good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think the premise was like all the animals have been turned to stone. Oh, and you have that's to like, spooky. Yeah. It's very spooky. Yeah. Yeah. 
I used to play the Blue's Clues games. <laughs> Did you have a Blue's Clues computer game? Didn't have the computer game, but I loved, I liked the show when I was little. Yeah, we had a Blue's Clues computer game. It's just it's similar to the like putt putt type mm-hmm. point and click situation, as far as I can recall. But yeah, those games were fun when you're a kid, just like learning how to be on a computer. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> and the, I so I had I went to christian school until second grade and then public school after that i remember there there were a lot of really cool games on the computers at the schools Mm, like mm -hmm. obviously oregon trail obviously math blasters math blasters yep Mm -hmm, kid mm -hmm. picks kid picks with that dynamite (laughs) (laughs) oh wow yep (laughs) um but there were some there were some like really fun like there was, I don't even remember anything about it except for just like I can imagine it. There was a computer game that we had when I was a kid and I can't remember anything about it other than it was called How Many Bugs in a Box. I'm going to need to look this up. And that's a whole game? <laughs> it's a game called How Many Bugs in a Box and I remember the theme song. Uh-huh. How many? How many? How many bugs in a box? How many? How many? How many bugs in a box? That has a ring to it. Isn't it great? Uh Uh-huh. I don't remember what this game was, but it's stuck in my head because of that tune. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, Yeah, I'm going to look at kids' games early 2000s. Okay, it was a a book first. That makes sense. Um, PC game by The Cute Company. Do you know what I, okay. they should do? Yeah. Some game company should just like release like a pack of all the computer games that were on your elementary school computer. That would be so good. They would make so much money. Yeah, just sell it to the millennials. We would yeah. buy it. Oh yeah. It so it seems that it is just sort of an educational game where you l- play like counting games and stuff, and that's yep. why I don't remember it because I was so little. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. I loved that song. How many bugs in a box, man? Mario teaches typing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Magic school bus computer game. I didn't have there that. There was a dinosaur one, and there was a space one, and there was a uh, human body one. Mm, I just like that episode. Human body episode. We're just rambling now. We're not actually saying anything about anything now. Yeah. We're just remembering games. We're just remembering games, and it's fine. Any final thoughts on cozy video games, Alex? I think I had another one on my list, but I don't think it was worth it. Yeah. I had I had Jade Empire on my list <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, we didn't talk about like Stardew Valley, but that's basically the same as Harvest yeah, Moon. Yeah, and I didn't I don't play that. Yeah, much. It's um, great, but um, it's you know we we talked about Harvest Moon. It's the same thing. Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront. You could do a lot of fun things. Could you? Yeah. Another one we used to sort of do the thing where we weren't really playing the game was um, Morrowind. We'd just sort of wander around. I don't think I ever played that game it was intended because I don't think I ever knew how to play that game. Yeah, we were too little. We didn't know how to I, play I, Morrowind. I basically just kept restarting it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Re- restart it, find the scroll of Ikarian flight, fly up in the air and die. <laughs> um, and I also have Alien vs. Predator Extinction on here. Which was an RTS game where you'd play as the aliens or the predators or the humans and try to do the game. But all I would want to do is just make all the different kinds of alien. Hmm. Like the little 
scout alien and like the pred alien and the mm-hmm. queen yeah 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 it's great to play video games not as intended mm-hmm. it's fun we recommend it <laughs> well speaking of recommendations yes i have an excellent recommendation that would be a wonderful opportunity to sponsor us oh and I almost thought about reading into it, but it seemed really complicated and illegal, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Zenny. Yeah. Z-E-N-N-I. We love Zenny. Zenny Optical. Zenny before. Um, I just got two new pairs of glasses from Zenny. Spent 50 bucks, got a pair of eyeglasses and a pair of uh, prescription sunglasses. So go get glasses there because you can start they start at 6.95 and you can make them uh sunglasses prescription sunglasses for like just 15 bucks more yeah it's really cheap and they've got a lot of cool lenses and frames and stuff it's it's fun we yeah these ones are from zenny i'm wearing right now Mm -hmm. we're repping we're repping the zenny because it's cheap (laughs) it's cheap um i also i mean Music is good. Music's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Just the concept of music. <laughs> I'm glad it's there. Yeah, me too. I like listening to it. Uh, I have been enjoying a YouTube channel called Scaredy Cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's relatively new. Uh, not a whole lot of videos out yet. But it's just entertaining videos about horror movies. He's been doing videos about the Wishmaster series. Mm-hmm um real doofy movies um very entertaining videos um he just put out um a a surprisingly feminist critique of wishmaster 3 uh (laughs) very entertaining i i like his work and i'm looking forward to seeing more we're done that does it for today's episode oh gosh you scared me yell it (laughs) (laughs) that does it for today's episode thanks for listening you can find us on apple podcasts spotify stitcher google podcasts anchor.fm and elsewhere please rate subscribe and review wherever you listen so more nerds can find us we appreciate it and it really makes a difference check us out on twitter at lit merit pod for updates and news like you would have found out through there that we were skipping a week. Yeah. So if you were like, what, what, what happened? Well, that's your fault for not knowing. <laughs> we, we warned you. We, we told you. Just because you're not listening. <laughs> and thanks to Jonathan Colton for the use of our theme song fraud from his album, Artificial Heart. Until next time, remember, no, no guilty, guilty pleasures. pleasures. We need to remind them that's our credo every once in a while.